You're listening to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number 55. Dr. Shane and Liz Watt. We are doing this podcast because we are trying to bring knowledge and education to create a new way of thinking about our health. Knowledge is the key to a happy, healthy life, and our goal is to help you live your best life. So join us and let's learn together. We want to welcome Jacqueline Smith out to the podcast today. She grew up around fit, uh, the fitness industry. Eventually, she ran for U.S. Congress when she was older in Utah, and after leaving politics and helping her, her husband's business, she became a public speaker and an author. Tired of eating healthy foods that tasted horrible or just finding things that claimed were healthy and really didn't have any good quality ingredients, she and a former business partner got busy and learned all about nutrition, energy, and the best way to combine them for optimal health benefits. Jacqueline is the owner of E3 Energy Cubes. So we want to welcome you, Jacqueline, out to the podcast today. And you have a you have a pretty famous name because as a kid, I grew up with, with Charlie's Angels, Jacqueline Smith. She was my favorite. <laughs> but you know, Shane, a lot of people don't even know who that is anymore isn't that crazy that does tell us we're old <laughs> i know definitely dates us so you actually worked in the you would say like corporate field for a really long time what made you decide to leave that and get into the nutritional part of a whole new adventure in your life so i worked for a man named bob rice a lot of us in utah know um rice Eccles stadium he was robert l rice and he um owned like the spa fitness and the lifestyles 2000 spas here in Utah. And I worked in his corporate office. And so I handled 32 corporations in about seven States. And I was just a paperwork junkie. I did a ton of accounting work and I had a lot of people under me and I just, I just love numbers. And after I had some children, I left because I needed to take care of my kids at home. And so I went home and I was a full-time mom for, Oh, about 15 years, I think it was. And then I did little part-time things here and there as my kids got older. And that's when I entered the world of public speaking and sales and started trying to eat healthier and really was failing at it miserably. And I just believed there's got to be a way to make healthy taste good. That was my goal. There just had to be a way. I, I was so sick of eating protein bars and just choking them down because they were good for me. That was really what started. Oh, okay. Yeah. And well, in the, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, I mean, when they tried to go gluten-free, they tried to go no cholesterol, all that stuff. Or low fat. Low fat, all that kind of stuff. The way that they counteracted it. So it didn't right. taste like Right, yeah. Or a lot of honey or sugar. something. And so when you dump with sugar, there goes, and there is any, if it, if it was trying to be healthy, there goes the health benefit, right? So in your process, you started to realize how important the gut health was probably. through. I did, because even if you eat a protein bar and it's filled with whey, most people, even if you're not dairy intolerant, still create a lot of gas and bloating with whey any, anyway. So as yeah. what you mean as whey being their main protein. Right. So like the whey isolates okay. and, um, you know, the dairy, the dairy proteins. So I've had a lot of people approach me. Why don't you just use way well it really does give you gas to be honest and 
nobody there's actually a term out there and it's a scientific term now and it's called protein farts for real and <laughs> they say that it's um that it's not just the whey-based proteins but even some of the plant-based proteins are still creating that same gaseous well, it's a chemical reaction, right? Inside the gut, when we have the microbiome and we have everything breaking down and stuff, part of the part of the process is is gases, and so some things are going to make a lot more gases for sure. Apparently, and there's even a scientific name for it. Yeah, there there actually is. It's kind of funny. Uh -huh. So so you don't use pro you don't use whey. What is your protein source then? We don't right now. It's egg white protein, and if your listeners are familiar. They're going to buy eggs at the grocery store and they're paying a hefty oh, price for that. Yes. Uh -huh. um, so we have experienced right such a problem um, with the price of our egg white protein. But I decided, I mean, a lot of people approached me, well, change it, do this, do that, and take the egg white out. And I was like, no, we're going to stick with it. We're just going to have to see through this, this little curve and hopefully get back down to a normal egg white protein price. So you might be buying a whole bunch of chickens next little bit so they can I already have them. play your, your egg whites. So this is a true story. My egg white supplier has 6 million birds, well, had 6 million birds in nine barns. And the avian flu came along and they started testing all the birds. And because one bird in one barn was tested positive, they they culled his entire flock. Six million birds were killed. He had to lay off like 200 employees. It was unreal. Is, is and that, that's just one farm. Right, and that's kind of, that's what's happening, right? Because you're, 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 everyone's gone on this conspiracy stuff, but it isn't conspiracy when oh, they're no. shutting down. So because one bird w was sick, instead of waiting a couple of weeks to see if there's anything else come through. They killed them all. And I even asked him, I said, why? Why would they do that? I mean, why wouldn't they just see which birds survive? Because wouldn't that give you a healthier flock afterwards? And he said, oh, it's, they, they say it's because of, it's inhumane. Because, so, oh my God. I, I, I don't know. It, I, I, I can put my little tinfoil hat on every right. once in a while. And, right. you know, it does feel like our food supply chain is being messed with a little bit. Absolutely. Well, it absolutely is. And there's all kinds of, I mean, there's all kinds of fires going on. And it's, you know, there's there's enough that it just isn't coincidence. And it's just kind of crazy, right. which is kind of weird. It's like, why, you know, but, you know, the more the more drama you can mess up, the more people are fearful and the more people are fearful for, the more the more they obey and that's kind of where it is and that's kind of why we right. do the conference because we're trying to get out of that natural you know the obeying on the standard medical model right well i mean i ran for congress i i know what's going on a little bit back there and it's not always to our actual benefit right and that could be a whole conversation yeah. i bet that... <laughs> we better not go down that path let's go to Probably. what we're talking Probably. about so so, so part of what you what you want in your protein bars do you call them a protein bar do you just call them what do you call them like i know well, there's a name they are a protein bar we just separate them into cubes so we call them energy cubes energy cubes. that's okay. kind of an interesting thing in and of itself because our, our company name is E3 Energy Cubes. That's that's not our corporate name. That's the brand. So why did you call and it E3? Was there like... Because three is cubed, I guess. <laughs> well, there's three of them for one thing. Okay. But the actual thing is there's... Energy comes from three sources. It comes from healthy protein, healthy fats, and healthy carbs. And when you have all three of those sources, you have a very balanced macro. And that's what really gives you energy. It's real food. 
in the right proportions that gives you the right kind of energy. And so that's why it's called E3. So you try to put in these what are called superfoods. So kind of give a definition of what a superfood is. So superfoods are very interesting. Usually they're just real food. Most real foods are superfoods. So like you get into wow, berries. Came out of the garden. They have a lot of antioxidants. Yeah. <laughs> right. So berries and nuts, they have a lot of antioxidants and healthy fats and fibers. Um, but one of the biggest superfoods we actually have in our product is sunflower lecithin, which has been interesting. Sunflower because most sunflowers okay. right now are grown in Russia. Ooh. And so there's a big, huge problem with that too. So it's just been an interesting turn of events with all of the world stage that's out there. But so it wasn't just COVID, it was now all the Russian war, the, right, the Ukraine, Ukraine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and being in the food industry, you're made very, very aware of all of these things without even trying to be. I mean, you, you wouldn't even, I don't have to open up a newspaper ever. And I know what's going on because of how my supply chain's working. Um, but but sunflower lecithin is so good for your gut, your hair, your skin, and your brain. I mean, it's it's just a really amazing product. A lot of people add it as a, you know, into their smoothies and stuff when they want to put it in, you know, just, just to, like as an extra vitamin in their smoothies. But what's interesting is most people use soy lecithin as an emulsifier. And that is a very cheap product, and I don't have any soy. When you say emulsifier, explain that so people understand that. Because I think a lot of times people just use words and think that everyone understands it. So what do you mean by that? That's probably true. Well, it it kind of makes things stay together better. So binding agent. Right. So egg white protein is like super, it just flies everywhere. Like it's just like, like superpower and you're breathing it and it's terrible but if you get some sunflower less than in it then it kind of will hold it won't like get static electricity and fly everywhere and just powder all over the place so it kind of holds things together but we use quite a lot in ours so the standard um is like one percent of sunflower lecithin and we use way more than that and that is i think one of our best ingredients in our product that's really kind of a sleeper in there that does a lot of good for your body. So what are some of these superfoods then that you put in there? Well, all of our, all, one of them is the sunflower lecithin. Of course, egg white protein is considered a superfood just because it's, it's one of the highest um, protein sources. That's the most, the most used by your body easily. It's, it's very easily absorbed into the body. Um, so it's a really good, and it's a muscle building protein. You know, we've toyed with the fact of putting some collagen protein in our bars, which we may still do, um, because that's really good for your skin also and your hair and your joints, but it doesn't absorb the same for muscles. So if you're into bodybuilding, collagen protein is important, but you really need, you know, either a meat protein or an egg white protein or something else like that to really build the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the nuts and fruits are just amazing. And they're, they're all, you know, chia seeds is a superfood when we have lots of chia seeds in all of our bars. Um, and it's a source of protein. Most people don't know that. Right. So, so do you have like a base for, for, cause you have how many different flavors do you guys have? Right now we have four, but we've got a fifth and a sixth one coming out very, very soon. Are they going to be out in time for our conference? Let's see. Your conference is in April. Uh, most likely, 
you get a demo it at our conference. Maybe. We will Hopefully demo so. it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully so. Um, so the, the new flavors are peanut butter and jam, and it's a strawberry <laughs> strawberry jam. I know. And and this is our this is our saying: PB and J the healthy way. So <laughs> we can we can have a PB and J and still make it taste good. So that'll be nice. And then what was the other um, one? And the other one is a white chocolate raspberry. The only thing I have to find, which is a little bit harder to source is dairy-free white chocolate because we are a completely dairy-free bar. So, so when you, so is there probably about how many ingredients would you say is in each one of your bars that is basically the standard for each bar? And then you kind of, to get the different flavors, you add different things. So the, the, the protein base is the same for all of the bars. Um, as far as the egg white protein and the coconut flour and the almond flour and the sunflower lecithin, that protein source is always the same, but then it really depends on the product. So like our orange cranberry has the most other ingredients. It's just got, oh my gosh, it's got not, you know, almonds and um, cashews and, or, you know, cranberry and pineapple and, pumpkin seeds. I mean, it's just got tons and tons of ingredients. So chia seeds, there's just lots. So it really depends on the bar. The one that has the fewest is our lemon blueberry. And that one has only cashews and walnuts. Um, and then the blueberries and some raisins. And so, I mean, we weren't really going to talk about this, but I do want to take a second on it. It's just kind of you're, you're just trying to be a mad scientist trying to figure out this stuff, right? When you're putting things together like this, trying to like, well, what if we add this? What if we add this? Oh, that doesn't do it. That, I mean, it takes a while. When you say you're in the development of two additional bars and flavors, it's not just, hey, you know, we tried someone's other bar and it kind of tasted good. We can make it better. Let's just do this. I mean, it's, it's a big project, right? Yes. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and, the other day we did three different iterations of the strawberry and jam or the PB and jam flavor. And we all thought this one was going to be the one we were all going to like. And we liked this one when it was all done and everything was, you know, like when we tasted the dough, it was this one. And then when we, you know, froze it and let it sit for a little while, it was the other one. And we were like, well, I'm disappointed that you haven't, you know, sought our, our advice or my advice. <laughs> Drop some off. Hey, we need some taste testers here because I'm gonna, I'm offering my services. I'm excited to have you. Heck yeah, well, I will. So let me ask you a question. What? Um, there's a lot of bars out there. Yours, yours is a refrigerated one, and those are kind of becoming a little bit more popular now, right? In the West only. Really? So when you go back East, there is Perfect Bar. There's what? Perfect bar. That's it. Um, oh, sometimes. Oh, that's a, that's a refrigerated one, you mean? Right. Sometimes there's the BU and sometimes there's core bar, but it really depends on the store. Um, and some people don't even carry perfect bar. That's getting more and more rare. So um, in Utah, there seems to be a giant, you know, growth of this refrigerated bar idea. So let, let me ask the question I wanted to get at is. I mean, there's a lot of bars out there just in general. Let's just say that. What are what are some of the things that are put in a lot of? And I don't want you to cap on any other buddy's bar by name or anything like that. But what are what what are some of the things that are put in these bars that are supposedly health bars that really aren't? I mean, and just if you have well, sugar alcohols because they're trying to get their sugars down, so they'll put in a sugar alcohol, and sugar alcohols, your your body just really doesn't know what to do with it. The same as 
I mean, you'd be better off to have sugar than sugar alcohol, even though it doesn't have calories. You can start to fill it in your stomach. It can get bloated and just, it's hard to digest. It, it really is. So, but that's what gives the sweetness. So they have, so they have a little bit of it. So it doesn't taste like cardboard. Right. Right. So sugar alcohols, what are some other things? That um, some of the other things that I've noticed is um, they'll do a lot of brown rice syrups or even agave. Um, some of those sweeteners, while they're, they're better than others, still aren't as good for you as just, you know, moving to like a, like a, the prebiotic fiber has a little bit of sweetness that we use. It's, it's got a little bit of sweetness. Most of our sweetness is actually coming from the fruit itself. Mm. Um, but it's, it's hard because these, you know, muscle bars is kind of what I call them. The ones that are the 20 grams of protein, they have like no sugars and no carbs. They are really good for just a protein source, but they do have the sugar alcohols. Most of them are made with a whey isolate um, and they, they're, they're not balanced. And the thing about a balanced bar, when you're getting the protein and the fat and the carbs, your body knows what to do with that. And because they're, you know, people go, oh, those, but there's, those are a lot of carbs. Well, if you're getting good fiber in the bar, it totally net carbs it down and it makes the carbs process slower like everything like the sugars process slower when there's a lot of fiber in the bar so it's important to just really balance your macros i know a lot of people do keto diets and nothing wrong with that it's but i i think that it, you can't sustain it over a long time and if you're really looking to do a long sustainable lifestyle change going for a balanced macro approach is really really important what do you think is the most important thing to about maintaining our health then what have you learned through this journey okay so this is going to be a weird answer but it's right here i think the most important thing is your mind i think you have to be able to give yourself a mindset that there are healthy choices out there you can find them you can afford them um, you don't have to break the bank to eat healthy um, there's little things you can do. You can cut out those sugar alcohols. You can cut out the GMOs out of your out of all of the purchases that you make. Uh, make sure your products are all non-GMO, and and you'll be doing a lot of good for the farmers out there and for your body. But but really creating a mindset of I'm healthy inside and outside, you know, and really combining those things in your mind, I think is a huge huge benefit. So also, there's also a lot of non-toxic living lifestyles too. What are some of these things that we are being bombarded with that are causing more toxicity or how what we can take out so we can have more of a non-toxic? So I think getting rid of a lot of the BPAs in your uh, in, in the products, making sure that like your water bottles or glass or, or metal, um, the way you cook, I think the right kind of pans, I know going to ceramic pan or even a, like a, um, either stainless steel or a cast iron is going to be a much better choice than these Teflon coated pans. Um, using glass containers for leftovers and putting those in the fridge instead of the Tupperware containers. And maybe let's not microwave our food all the time. I think we just kill our food. Especially microwave. microwave with plastic. Yes, that's the worst. That's, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to put anything in a microwave, make sure it's it's the glass. Yes. 
Yeah. I think, you know, my daughter, she was really cute. She, um, she works here with me and she went and beeswaxed a bunch of, of cloth and she's been wrapping her food in the beeswax and putting it in the fridge rather than in a Ziploc bag. And she's just really trying hard to get away from all of these plastics that leach into our food and that we choose to eat later. And you don't think about that. You don't think about, you know, when we have plastic bags, we put stuff in them all the time, right? You, you don't think about the leaching, you know, but I'm sure it does. And the, and what you were talking about with the, um, so the plastics have what's called a xenoestrogen in them. And the, the xenoestrogen basically attaches to the estrogen sites. And that's why there's so many hormonal issues in men and women. Right right now because of all these all these toxics and they and they're in with our hair our shampoos and our hair products and our our soaps and all those things so that's what you were talking about when you said the is it bp not bpp or did i say that right um yeah the bpas and so yeah b and pp yeah. so i can't remember yeah, right. I mean, oh, you just yeah. have to be careful and you just have to know i mean if you get glass you're going to be okay if you get the stainless steel things you're going to be okay um but when you when you just use plastic a lot, it really does affect you. And I think, you know, making sure you're getting good water. I don't think you should be drinking chlorinated water, uh, probably not fluoridated, fluoridated toothpaste. Um, and even I mean, it, there's just little things. You just have to change some little things in your life and it will make a difference. Start using deodorant instead of antiperspirant that's made with aluminum. Um, just getting all of those metals out of our body. Um, I learned a lot about that when my daughter had a brain tumor. So she had a brain tumor and had it successfully removed and it had been growing in her her whole life. It was it wasn't benign, but you know, it's a brain tumor and it's brain surgery and it yeah, reached out. And it puts pressure. Right. Puts pressure and change so it changes nervous system. Right. So she she had surgery and they did a ton of um, MRIs before and after and, and then again after, you know, six months and then again at one year. And then all of a sudden she was so sick, we couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And it was the gadolinium, the heavy metal that they put in your body for contrast that was causing her to be so ill. She was having convulsions. We Everybody thought she was having seizures. It wasn't, it was convulsions. And we had to do a massive detox. How'd you figure that out, that it was that metal that they were? God had a little bit to do with that completely because we were driving home from Vegas and she was having these convulsions and I, I was just praying in my head, you got to tell me what to do. Cause I was told very, very clearly it was all during COVID. Do not take her to the hospital. Do not take her to the hospital. They'll put her on anti-seizure medication. And I'm like, but what am I supposed to do? Like, but what do I do? Like I knew I was supposed to take her to the hospital, but I didn't know what to do. So I was just praying in my mind, what do you, what, what, what is this? What am I supposed to do with this? And immediately my daughter turned to me and we both said, it's the stuff they put in you. It has nothing to do with your brain tumor. And so then we started looking it up and researching it. And sure enough, there's a whole group of people on Facebook called gadolinium toxicity. And, and, but the problem is the problem is that should be in the consent form. Well, they don't say one word to you. I'm sure it probably is in some really fine print down there. Right, but yeah, everyone just kind of yeah. They they need to let people know. Hey, if you if you're seeing stuff like this, this can be an issue, and and that's that's the biggest problem. A lot of times in the medical model is the consent. I mean, they'll the, you you're signing your life away, but you don't know why you're signing your life away, or you're not giving thoughts of hey, look for these things. 
Well, and everybody treats everybody like they're all the same. We found out later that she has the uh, gene mutation at MTHFR. Oh, right, okay. And C, uh, C677T, I think is the other one. Um, anyway, it makes her body, it makes it very difficult for her body to release toxins. Right, the process. Well, yeah. and, and metals are have a huge toxin in our society. And then when they directly inject it into you, right. Yeah, she couldn't get rid of it. So we did some detox on that. That's like eating the amalgams, the amalgam, the the, the stuff that you spin your in the fillings yes, for your teeth. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting, it's been an interesting journey. So the more that life happens to you, the more you learn how you just want to get rid of all those toxins in your life because they they build, and you need to get rid of them. So one thing, though, is you've probably come to realize through this whole process that it's not always cheap. Eating healthy, getting the toxins out, changing over to things that are not going to, you know, contaminate your body as much. All of this whole process isn't is it can it can add up and be more expensive. Well, there's there's definitely a difference between you know a twenty five cent bar and a dollar bar, right? Well, and mine are three dollars. So yeah, they're they're not you know. They're not cheap. I mean, we have some stores that sell them for three fifty a bar, and it really matters. The ingredients you put in your body matter. And when you're buying, you know, organic cashews and you know egg white and protein, eggs that have gone crazy, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and sunflowers from Russia. <laughs> well, I don't have that. I don't have that problem. But but I actually have had you know suppliers or buyers ask me where I source it from. And if it's from Russia, they won't take my product. And, and it's not, but you know, I just thought that was interesting that, you know, they're, they're gonna make sure that, you know, they're supporting the people they wanna support. So what are some of the things that you found? Let's kind of go back to, and not necessarily just your bar, but when you've kind of done this little health journey in terms of trying to figure out stuff to put in and things like that, what are the, some of the biggest things that you've learned? So um, I did hire someone up front to, you know, help me with kind of some, some flavorings and they tasted great. But when I put it into the nutrition panels, I was like, but they're still not good for you. What am I going to do? So I had to just learn how to up my protein source and remove some of the sugars that, you know, the agave, the brown rice syrups, all those things that everybody wants to normally use. Um, It's just, and then just really sourcing the ingredients from the right place, getting everything non-GMO. That was a challenge. That was a huge challenge, but we did it. You know, we made sure everything we put in the bars was non-GMO. And I think when anybody's making a product, the sourcing is the most important thing. You just have to have reputable sources. Even our chocolate has to be fair trade chocolate. And it's important to me that those chocolate chips that are dairy free in my bar are fair trade sourced chocolate. It's not just what it's in your bar. It's like what we eat every single day. We should be eating the high, the best kind of foods that we can get, you know, trying to find those non-GMO foods to be able because yes, we have your bar, but we eat throughout the rest of the day, all of these other foods. And we should also be looking at those kind of foods and what we're bringing into our bodies. Most things that are in a box or a bag or that are sitting on a shelf, are probably not going to be that healthy. If you can learn to, to uh, shop the perimeter of the store, you're going to be better off. Frozen foods, 
fresh foods. I mean, some canned foods, you know, you can't get away from that. But um, so when you shop the perimeter of the store, you get the frozen foods, you get the, the fresh produce, and you get the foods that are like the most healthy. You can get some canned goods now and then, but you've got to make sure that it's only the food that's in the can is what you're getting. So one of our, one of our sayings is, if your protein bar isn't in the fridge, what's in your protein bar? Because healthy food is found in the refrigerator or it's fresh. And, and that's why you need to find things that don't have artificial anything in them, all non-GMO. And then make sure the preservatives, there's no preservatives. If there's preservatives, yep, it'll last. <laughs> and then you put it in your body. Well, and also, you know, those things that make it, like you were talking about, shelf-stable. What are those things that can, like Shane was talking about, Everything is a chemical balance in our body, and we are putting these things that, to make it so it's shelf-stable or preservatives. All of these extra things are going to mess up the chemical system of your body. So, like, there's a bar that I actually really like, and it's very popular. You'll know it as soon as you hear it. The RX bar. It's made with egg white protein also, um, and it is a shelf-stable bar, but it is packed 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 with dates so it's preserved through sugars and and it's fine i mean it's a good bar i like it it tastes good it's you know got good protein but it's very high in sugar and there's no fiber in it so you know it's it's a it tastes good um but that's one of the things that can make things shelf stable so sometimes they don't have preservatives but the preservative is that really high sugar content. Anybody who's, who's the first time they've ever ordered from us um, can get 40% off their entire purchase. So we tell people stock up. It only works once. Put in your, you know, that email it only works once. And what, it, what, is the, what is the website they would go to order that? They would go to e3energycubes.com. With an S. Yes, with an S. And what's your social handles so that people can follow you? Too? Oh, heavens. There's so many. So uh, yeah, we'll put these on. We'll put these on. Okay. Right. Awesome. So we have E3 Energy Cubes is our um, Instagram handle. It's also our TikTok handle. I think that's our Pinterest handle. Um, I think it's Energy Cubes USA for um, Facebook. But if you type in E3 Energy Cubes, you'll find us pretty much everywhere. LinkedIn, we're on everything. You know, what I take away from this from this interview is that we really need to watch what we have in our foods and making sure that we get the right the right kinds of foods and also where we get these foods from. Yes, it is very important. And if you don't if you know the manufacturer, that's great, but if you don't, just really be careful, read your labels. You know, I love Carlin Call. She's one of my favorite people out there. She gives so much information about labels and clean ingredients. And it's, you just, you really have to stick with ingredients you can read and say. If you can say them, you're probably okay. Yeah, that is the truth, right? If you're trying to read it and it's like, I don't even know what that word is. It's, it's probably, you know, something that isn't as necessarily as good for you as things that you can read and understand. Correct. Yeah. Well, Jacqueline, thank you for coming on today. We appreciate you sharing your journey and also just the benefits of sticking and looking at those ingredients that we're putting in our body. So thanks for coming on oh, today. Fine. And um, everybody, if you want to try these 
E3 cube bars, go to her website and put in the discount code first try 40 and you can get 40% off your purchase. That's right. <laughs> and this is how you get your nutrition when it is hard right. to actually make a meal because that sometimes is the, that's the reason why people go. Right. Diets, well, in their, they need something quick that they can eat. That's actually good for them. And the taste good. Yes. So thank you for your efforts and try, thank you for trying to make us as people a, a healthier, healthier. And so we appreciate all the time and effort you put in because it is no one knows unless you do it right. How much time and effort you put into this to try to to try to make it exactly what needs to be done so that people can be healthier. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. The more knowledge you have, the more you will be empowered to make the changes in your life. And because of this, your life will be elevated. Your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your current healthcare provider is not meeting your healthcare goals, it is time to take control of your health. If you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, please like, leave a review, and don't forget to share it with your family and friends. Together, let's take back our health.